You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, episode number 127, and today we're talking about how to define your year. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. Today, we're continuing on in this short series about creating a new plan for the new year, and today is no different as we uncover how to really define your new year. And these are tips and tricks that are a new way of thinking, and maybe not even a new way of thinking, but a very well-studied way of thinking, and how we can create a life that we're actually going to do. No more resolutions, no more setting things just because you think you can, but things that you actually want to accomplish, and how do you get those done? That's inside today's episode. As I interview expert Lori Gerber, who is a life coach, and she's worked with multi-million dollar companies and brands and corporate CEOs and everyday people on defining their year, on coming up with a new vision and a new way to actually reach the things that they want to reach. Lori now works for Handle Group and has for the last eight years. And as she states on her blog, her personal mission is to better the world by teaching people to tell the truth and pursue their dreams. Inside today's podcast, I'm going to be asking Lori about defining your year. What does it take to actually achieve the things that you've set out to do? And what are we missing in this whole scheme of setting goals and habits and not reaching them? Like, why can't we reach them? And how do we better do that? That's what we're talking about and breaking down in today's podcast. It's going to be good. So stay tuned. And if you haven't set any goals or haven't even started thinking about the new year, don't worry. This is the perfect episode to listen before that. Also, I would recommend you go back and listen to the last episode, number 126, with Dr. Donahue on the psychology of change and how we can actually wrap our minds around creating change. It's been a really popular episode. I think you're going to love it. And stay tuned because I have another one coming out about motivation next week. So there's a lot going on in this series to really help you walk into a new year with a better plan. Because what's always fascinating to me, and I say this, I think, on every episode in this series, is that we're people who set resolutions. Year in and year out, we set resolutions, even though the statistics have never changed. Resolutions don't work, right? Only about 2% of the people who actually set resolutions will keep them. And I know that seems a little bit on the low side, but it's really true. Long-term, resolutions don't do anything, and yet we continue to do them. So that's why I'm here trying to forge a new way for you to actually meet the goals that you've set out to achieve. Okay, stay tuned as we get Lori on the show. But before we get there, I just want to remind you of two things. One, the Well Nourished Year starts the first week in January. It's completely free. And basically, it's just a way of joining this community at Simple Ritz Wellness to learn more about your health, to really come at health in a way of understanding how your body works and how you can provide what it needs. We're also going to dig into the mindset and the lifestyle aspect of it so we can just really live well-nourished. That's all happening over at Semperance Wellness on emails, Facebook Live, and I have some other classes, including a few live classes that will be happening in the new year. So if you haven't signed up for that, make sure you head on over to SemperanceWellness.com. It's right across the homepage. Just sign up there, or you can find it in the show notes at Semperance wellness.com backslash one two seven for today's show. And before we get to today's show, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, one of my favorite brands. They were the sponsor of last week's show as well, Kettle and Fire. You know how much I love Kettle and Fire because I just love dense, nourishing foods like bone broth. I have been using bone broth for years and I can't rave enough about it. It has helped so much with my own struggle with Lyme's disease and also just living a healthier life. If you followed along on the podcast, then you know the immune post about supporting your immune system and really going into kind of quote-unquote cold and flu season with a better approach, and that's enhancing our immune system. And bone broth is one great way to do that. I mean, how can you not love bone broth when it contains countless essential and vital nutrients that work to restore your gut, reduce inflammation, restore skin, nail, and hair, enhance healing, support your immune system, and help cleanse your body? It really is the total picture of food and the closest thing I could ever come to calling something a superfood. 
And like I said, it's all because of bone broth's amazing nutrient profile containing loads of collagen, protein, and key amino acids. But the thing that I love most about Kettle and Fire is that I can buy bone broth from a quality source. That means it's made from non-GMO organic ingredients. It's also gluten-free, paleo, and keto-friendly. It's like I don't have to worry about it. And yes, I know you can make bone broth so quickly and efficiently at home, but here's the deal. I have to buy the bones and all the ingredients, and I have to take the time, the 24 hours that it takes to really slow simmer bone broth to get the full nutrients. And this way, I just don't have to worry about it. It's boxed in my pantry, and I can pull it out anytime for soups, just to drink on its own, or even to spice up rice and other things that I might be cooking. It really is the total picture of health. And if you haven't tried bone broth, you have to try kettle and fire. And if you've been using bone broth, you still need to look into kettle and fire because I believe it's one of the top brands on the market today. And the good news is, is that they are giving you a discount. Yes, you can find out more about kettle and fire and get 15% off your entire order at kettleandfire.com. That's K-E-T-T-L-E and F-I-R-E dot com backslash simple roots to get that discount or you can just use the words all caps simple roots at checkout for 15% off trust me you're going to want to check it out if you haven't already you can buy bundles of bone broth they even have bone broth soup one of my favorite soups that they have is the tomato soup I mean legit delicious and on my blog I share six ways to spice up that tomato soup to add simple add-ins to make it a little bit different I eat their tomato soup all winter long because it is that delicious and I just love tomato soup. Plus, I'm going to be sharing a new recipe coming out next week on how to use bone broth in one of our favorite weeknight soups that we have at home. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, check out kettleandfire.com, use the code SIMPLEROOTS or just go backslash SIMPLEROOTS for 15% off your entire order plus free shipping on six cartons or more. Okay, check them out. Go to the show notes, get more information. In the meantime, let's get right to the show. Here's Lori. Welcome to the show, Lori. This is perfect time for the new year and all the people around the world who are prepping for change coming in 2019, but we're going to talk about a different method. So I can't wait to get into this and learn from you. Yay, change. Yeah. Okay. So you talk a lot about designing your year and there's a lot of differing opinions about resolutions, habits, rhythms, whatever it is that someone's looking for. I just want to know what's your opinion. Like how does someone actually go about designing a year of change? Okay. Thank you for asking. (laughs) The big question. And I will tell you from the perspective of having spent many years trying many different things, including resolutions, goal setting, therapy, courses, gurus, ashrams, self-help books, etc. So I am extremely experienced (laughs) in a lot of the different things one can try to change one's life. I found the Handel method that I now teach about 15 years ago, and it was different than all the other things. And it was different, I think, because of what we consider to be the three steps of designing that you will not find, mm-hmm. I don't think you will find in other um, other methods and approaches. The first step is articulating what you want deeply and from the heart, articulating what you want. So a lot of people will make a New Year's resolution like, I'm going to drink less or I'm going to you know, eat healthier or something like this. And it's not connected to their heart. Mm-hmm. It's not connected to, some, it might be deep down connected, but they're not actually present to it. They can't feel it. So that was the first revelation I had in coaching when my coach actually asked me, but why do you care? Why do you care about health? Why do you care about your body? Why do you care about that? And wouldn't shut up until I came up with an actually unique, inspiring and personal answer. Mm -hmm. And nobody had ever made me do that before. So step one, articulate what you really want from your heart, which doesn't usually happen in a resolution. Right. But okay, Okay. that's, I don't mean to stop you, but that's a really hard thing for, Yes. I mean, some people would think, okay, but that is from my heart. Like, how do you, I mean, there's gotta be another step to like really get to the heart. Sure. Like how do you know if you're telling the truth or if you're lying to yourself? (laughs) Yes. Great. That's a great question. And, and we can, we can spend this whole time getting to the three steps because I think the three steps will answer all the questions that you have. But the, we have a method that we teach people to how to write what they want. And we personally, as coaches use it on ourselves every single year. So Mm -hmm. we do this at the end of every year, at the beginning of every year is we will write our dreams. And we write them in a very particular way. Step one, we write them a year out. 
because we think a year is about the amount of time that somebody can imagine and still hold, uh-huh. but it's far enough out that you can imagine changing over the course of years. So number one, a dream is a year out. Number two, we write it in the present tense. We don't write, I'm going to get healthier. Mm-hmm. We write, I am healthy. Mm-hmm. I am vibrant. I love getting out of bed. I exercise four times a week. I am in love with how uh, much pleasure I'm feeling in my body. So we write it in present tense as though it is happening right now. Why? Because we want to feel it. Because then, so that changes the way that your mind is functioning and your perception. So it has to do something with the perception of what is actually happening to make yourself believe it. I mean. Correct. Okay. And to figure out if it's BS, Uh you have to to test to see how it feels when you say it. Mm. And most people, when they write their dream, they cannot even say, I am happy. I am in love with the love of my life. I am feeling good in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, they can't even say it because it's so so not what's true right now that it, they can't even say it, right? So just the practice of being, having to write the thing that would make you so happy to say moves one's heart and moves one into the, the feeling. And you want to get the feeling of what you want to see if, you know, when you read it, do, do you get the feeling that you want? Right. You know, because you could write like, you know, I'm top of my class, my PhD class, and you read it and you're like, I'm not that inspired by that. Right. <laughs> Actually, right. Like that's my mother's dream, not my dream. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. So, mm-hmm. so we write it in present tense. We, and then we seek to make it only positive, which is very hard. So what I say to people is it's 2018 now. Think about December, 2019. Pretend I just called you and you're telling me the best news ever about how your year was. I haven't talked to you in a year and you're saying, oh, you're never going to believe it. I'm madly in love with the love of my life. I lost 20 pounds. I feel amazing. I'm in my old jeans. I'm, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, it has to be positive. I don't want to hear, I don't have love handles anymore. I finally figured out how to talk to my mom. I, I don't want to hear anything negative or complaining in the dream. I only want to hear positive. This is hard for people. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I ask people, does it give you goosebumps when you read it? That's how you know if it's BS or not. If it gives you goosebumps when you read it, it's probably really true to your heart. If it doesn't give you goosebumps when you read it, if it doesn't give you chills, if you're not moved, if you're not, if it doesn't make you feel like when you hear your favorite song or you read your favorite poem, if it doesn't make you feel like that, like personal, moved, it's not your dream. You have to go, you have to go again. Uh And here's, here's my tip. Ask yourself for every sentence you wrote in your dream, ask yourself, number one, what do I mean by that? Mm -hmm. I feel like a million bucks. What does that mean? Right. Mm -hmm. I wake up with energy and I'm excited to exercise. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's what that means. Okay. Then why do you care? Why do you care? I I figured out that why I care is because I wanted to dance. I didn't even know that was in there. (laughs) I didn't even know, right? Uh When my coach was like, well, why do you care about your health? Why do you care about Oh, right, right. oh, I want, uh-huh. you know, I want to, I want to, you know, I had to remember a time like 20 years earlier when I did care about my body, mm-hmm. you know, where, where I just had this like flash of a memory of wanting to be somebody who was graceful and did yoga and ate or, you know, organic vegetables. <laughs> right. And I, but it was so, my reality was working 70 hours a week, eating carbs and sugar right. and dairy for every meal, even though I was allergic to that and not mm-hmm. sleeping and just it was so far away. I had to remember back. And then I had to grant permission to say, oh, what I really care about is being graceful and being open and being close to nature and moving my body and sensuality and dance. And and so we got to a really interesting, unique, real place about why I cared. Mm -hmm. That felt individualized, right? Yeah, that was was an anchor. Uh That was an anchor that, that just losing weight or looking good in the mirror is not enough of an anchor. Right. And that's why we can't get there. Like 90% of people will never get there is because they're doing it for all the wrong reasons. You know, like. Truly. They're not connected to their heart. Right. Or they think that we have to. When I look around and I think there's a lot of people that probably could just really learn to be content with where they are because they don't even know that they feel good there. You know, like they're just thinking that they can't be there. I'm rambling. Yeah, I get really yeah. passionate. About no, this. no, 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 no. You're, you're not rambling. Please, I was glad you were talking at all. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Like I say something. Yeah, no, I love that. Like this, this idea of like really creating that connection because outside of that, 
it's just something that we do. Like it's, it's like trying to work on the external before you actually uncover anything internal and it never works that way. Right. Like our shell is too hard. Okay. Yeah, so that, is, that is what I have found. That yeah. is what I have found. Okay. So are we ready for step two? Yes. In designing your, so step two in designing your year is easier. You just write down all of your reasons. You don't think you can get that. Mm. Right. Those, that's all the voices in your head that you've told to be quiet so you could write your dream that just are dying to be heard. Right. <laughs> so you write all that down and then you consider all of that excuses. So you write it all down and then you label it all excuses. And you and what we do in coaching, of course, is we help you see why those things are excuses. Most people write off the back and go, oh, yeah, that's an excuse. It's not even true. Or, oh, yeah, that's an excuse. You know, like for me, one of the first things I said to my coach was, well, you know, this is just how my body is, right? Like, this is just right how our family looks. Like, this is not, this is what? Well, I didn't even come to work on my body. Right. Like, I didn't come to coaching <laughs> to work on my body. And, she, you know, so she called that the weather report. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, you know, she goes like, really? You don't think it has anything to do with how you're eating? <laughs> like, you're sure? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, that's not true. And then my next thing was like, well, you know, healthy food doesn't taste good. And she was like, that's, you know, that's not true either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then it all really boiled down to like, I just don't want to, right? Like if if she really got under all of my excuses, the truth was like, I just don't want to eat. I just don't want to. I'm a brat. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to eat. I just want to eat chocolate at every meal. I want to eat what I want to eat. And I don't care. Like, I don't care. And then all excuses, right? Of, of right. either a fear-based excuse, which we call the chicken a brat based excuse, which we call the brat, you know, like, or, or a, or a, a weather report based mm-hmm. excuse where we're just kind of blaming life right. for something. <laughs> and so the coach helps you debunk all that. Right. And so that you can go, Oh, really? All that's going on is I don't want to, mm-hmm. I'm afraid, right. I'm afraid that if I love my body, I'm going to have to start having sex with my husband again. Mm-hmm. That was, that was mine. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I'm afraid if I start loving my body again, it's going to make me too sensitive. I'm going to feel things more, right? I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to be present more right. often because I'm not uh-huh. going to be numbing myself with food. Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm afraid, oh, I'm a brat. I don't want to, I'm afraid. And I believe that this is the way it is, but I really don't know because mm-hmm. I've never really tried. Like I've never really tried to fall in love with healthy food. I've never really been in a really healthy body. So that's all BS, right? right. So really the truth is let's just go for it. Let's just face the fears and face the brat and see if we can win because now you know, what the, again, what we say in coaching, which, cause we're, we're doing it too, is we go, well, you don't even know how good you might feel. Like right. you don't even know, you don't know how crappy you feel eating, right. you know, carbs and dairy and sugar every meal. I had no idea, right. Mm-hmm. I would never go back now because why would I? Right. <laughs> it's just terrible. I, right. Like, I feel like the, like one of the hurdles, like that I always struggle with with the mind is that, I mean, obviously our body is, is built for survival, right? And so we often see the negativity before the positivity because we have to be prepared for the worst, right? Like our subconscious and unconscious really dominate our quote unquote reality when it's not reality at all. And so when we talk about like these excuses and overcoming them, I mean, it really takes a lot of awareness Yes, that's why that's why we make people do a lot of writing assignments. So, like, is this like you're doing it up front? But like, is this how do you how do you deal with that all year? Like, because this isn't just like they're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper, right? Yes, and the answer is everything I'm telling you to do at the beginning of the year or the end of the year, whenever you do your your yeah. crossover ritual, you get to keep doing throughout the year too. Right. Like I literally every morning I wake up and I design my day just like I design my year, but it's for mm-hmm. my day instead mm-hmm. of my year. Mm-hmm. Same, same exact thing. Right. So it all, it works macro, micro, works every, any time of year, works for any area of life. Mm-hmm. It's very useful tools. Mm-hmm. Okay. Step two, right? Like debunk those theories like healthy food doesn't taste good. And, you know, find someone who can prove you wrong. Start to, you know, start to question those thoughts in your mind and, and talk back to them. And what you'll ultimately come to is the real truth. And the real truth will sound a lot like what I said. It'll be like, well, I just don't have a plan or Mm -hmm. I'm just scared or I just don't want to, right? Like the the truth is very stark. It's very simple and it's very actionable. Mm -hmm. So then you're going to come up with an action, which some might call a resolution, but notice all of the preparation I did before (laughs) talking about this action. 
So, um, because again, because if you don't do that preparation, you're not going to do the action. You're going to do it for the first seven days. I think it's like the average of seven days or nine days of the year you keep it and then you're done. And, re- and we all know that. Like it's right. a cliche that we don't keep resolutions. So we call them promises, <laughs> not resolutions, promises. Okay. And then we joke that we're pretty good at keeping promises to other people, especially if there's consequences, mm, right. right? Like we don't, we don't drive into the other lane of traffic. We don't, you know, usually punch people on the street. You know, like we're pretty good at keeping to the law if we really don't like the consequence or if we perceive there to be a consequence, you know, a social consequence or a love consequence if we, if we don't stick to what we think is right. But with regard to self-care and doing and pursuing our dreams and pursuing mm-hmm. things we're afraid to pursue, we are not good at keeping promises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not even good at making promises, much less keeping promises. Right. So we teach our clients to make very specific, measurable promises. You would never promise I'm going to get healthier. Right. That is not a promise. Because what's that? You promise. Right. <laughs> exactly. You promise. And you'd be amazed how many smart people don't understand that. So um, we are, you know, the brat is very, yeah. very persuasive. So you make a very specific and measurable promise. And then you create an artificial, annoying consequence to go with that promise. Mm. So I have loads, like anywhere where I want to change something, I will always put in a promise. And then if I break that promise, I will put in a consequence. So give me some examples. I drink 48 ounces of water in the morning. Okay. I allow for seven hours of sleep at night. But what are the consequences? Um, I don't have any consequences for the water one. Oh, the consequence for the sleep one is I have to take a nap to make it up during the day mm-hmm. if I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I only eat, when I was first losing weight, I had a very, very specific food plan, right? What I could eat, what I couldn't eat. And then my reward was I could have a protein bar, oh, which yeah. I, no lo- I no longer think protein bars are very healthy. But at the time when I was quitting having sugar at every meal, I was like, I'll take the protein bar. Thank you. <laughs> that would be great. Right. And I used to cut it up into little pieces, ration it to myself. So, <laughs> so I a consequence isn't treat. necessarily a consequence. It could be a reward. Well, I, they're a little bit different. A consequence okay. is something that annoys you, right? To lose mm-hmm. my protein bar uh, would have annoyed me. Oh, you know? I get what you're saying. So you're using it like you have the reward, but if you, if you don't do that, or if you don't follow through, then you lose it. It becomes a consequence. I mean, you can call, you could, you could say it either way, but mm-hmm. since I consider that protein bar an entitlement mm-hmm. rather than a privilege, you know, yeah, it was, it, it worked to try to take it away from me, okay. but you, you could have thought of it as a reward, but scientific, our scientific understanding tells us that human beings are not as motivated by rewards as avoiding mm. consequences. Mm-hmm. So what is really helpful is whatever right now you, everyone rewards themselves with, you know, Instagram or wine or, you know, shopping or food right. or salt or like, you know, everybody has their treat that they like. Mm. And, and we find that if you turn that into something you have to earn, right, if you, if your consequences, you lose your treat or your vice, that you will work very hard to keep your promise. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. I mean, I see even with like wellness programs at corporations, like people will leave a thousand dollars on the table for a year because they just, they don't care enough about wellness, you know? But if you took that out of their paycheck, I bet they would start caring. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is exactly. It's 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 science, right? This is not. Right. It's not something we made up. We're just using the fact that that's how the human brain works. Is that, you know, like I have to if I'm late to dinner with my kids, I pay them twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. So I'm never late. You know, I used to be late to dinner all the time with my kids. <laughs> you know, if I'm if I'm if I interrupt my husband, I have to do one of his chores. Mm-hmm. Right. I used to interrupt him constantly and feel entitled to do that. And now. Uh, I don't. (laughs) And, and the beauty of a good consequence is if you, it's an, it's not a punishment, right? It's not like, it's, it's not, I can afford to pay my kids 20 bucks. It's not the end of the world. If I do that, I can afford to do a hundred pushups. If I pick at my face, I can afford to, you know, do a chore for my husband. Like these are, these are annoying things, not Mm -hmm. punishments. Mm -hmm. They're in, they're even good for me, right? Like if I don't do my brave action each day, I lose my TV, right? Which is great. Like that's, great. Read a book, Lori. Mm-hmm. Like, go mm-hmm. to bed early. It's fine. You know, there's, it's annoying. It's annoying enough to make me plan to do it right. every day. But <laughs> the little luxuries so that we could really survive without, but 
think we need. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Okay. This is, uh, it kind of goes back to the negativity. Are we just negative in nature? Like, I feel like, con- you know, like when we talk about yes. like our negative mindset and like we perform better when we know there's consequences versus a positive action. Like, is it just, yes. is it just that survival, that deep ingrained survival of us? I, I don't know the exact science, mm-hmm. but the answer is yes. Yes. Human beings tend towards negative. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts, our thoughts are predominantly negative, not mm-hmm. positive, mm-hmm. negative, neutral, we actually have to work to have positive thoughts, <laughs> most of us, in, in, in the areas we struggle, in mm-hmm. the areas we struggle. Some of us, you know, depending on your lineage and where you come from and how you were raised, do you have some naturally positive thoughts? Mm-hmm. Like some people just naturally think positively about their children or about, you know, their right. spouse. But, right. but in the areas we struggle, we are by nature mm-hmm. going to tend towards negative unless we purposely Make change the channel. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Keep going with, are we on still number two? No, that, so step three is pick, uh, create your promise. Okay. Articulate it, articulate it specifically Mm -hmm. and create an artificial consequence to go with it so that you remember to keep it. And of course, tell someone, right? If you can't Mm -hmm. afford a coach, get a buddy, um, that will hold you to account rigorously for actually following through Mm -hmm. on the promise or if not the consequence. Yes. Okay. Those are fascinating. And yet it's almost like one of those things, like when we look at resolutions and stuff, like we just automatically like pick something without wanting to go through all this work. Right. And I think that there has to be some like past trauma or some fear about digging into who we really are. Like, how do you, how do you drive someone to, to go there, to know your excuses, to lay them on the table, to overcome that fear? Like, I mean, it takes work for someone to get there. Like, that's yeah. not always an easy process. It sounds like, I feel like all these things, we make it sound really easy. But even as I do this work, it's hard and it's freaking scary. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what totally. are you going to find in there? <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And so, the answer is we we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't. We, we actually try to scare people away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because... It is, it's just like trying to get someone to go to rehab before they're ready. You right. know, like there's no point. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't bother. So you really have it's, to come to a place of like, you want this. Yeah. I mean, it would be crazy to try to get somebody to, I mean, we've all tried. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. It, mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. So when people come to us, we're more like, are you sure? Right. Because there's written homework right. and it's feelings <laughs> and you're going to be held to account and it's not therapy. And it's, you know, like when you bring up the word feelings, like 80 percent of yeah. people just scatter. <laughs> but what, that's so great. Right. Because it's not time for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that for them, they maybe need therapy or yoga or, you know, like something that's a lighter, a lighter touch. What we do is is very intense and does yeah. evoke emotions and is challenging and isn't for everybody. Right. And then, you know, the people who sometimes people hear that and they rise to the occasion. They go, oh, I want to be the person right. who who will take that on. That's that inspires me. And then that's the right person. Right. But, you know, it's not it's not the right thing for everyone at every moment in their lives. Right. Yeah. And I love how you brought that up of like, not everyone is maybe ready for the step. Like maybe there is some therapy that you need to do. Like, I don't feel like you hear that very often of like, oh, this is a one size fits all approach. This is going to change your year. But there is a whole process of getting yourself prepared for something like this and it's work and you have to go through the work and being willing to do that. So I really appreciate that you just mentioned that because coming to the new year, there's not a one size system, right? Like even this system that you're talking about, like everyone's looks differently. Like we're all like, everyone's coming out of this. You've seen, I don't know how many people coming out of this, but everyone probably comes out with a different view, right? Of uh, well, no two dreams are the same. Right. That's for sure. The, the areas of life are the same. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the same areas. We can't help that. You know, career, love, health, mm-hmm. money, sex, romance, fun, mm-hmm. spirituality. You know, like that's, that comes with the territory of being human. But different people's dreams are different. The good news is there are themes that are the same, right? The excuses usually, people aren't that creative with excuses. Mm-hmm. The usual ones seem to work for everybody. Um, and the, you know, the right promises and consequences are different for everybody. That's for sure. Right. Um, and what one has to excavate in their history is also different for everyone, but it's also not as various as you might think. Mm-hmm. Right. So having, having read literally thousands and thousands of homeworks over the years, I'm always happy to tell people like, yep, you don't have anything different, right. but like, you don't, you don't have, you don't have anything I haven't seen yet. Right. And, and really everyone is shocked. Everybody, you know, we have people write up you know, their most haunting, haunting memories of their Mm -hmm. life, you know, and I'm telling you, people think they're the only one who has had that, right? A bad sexual experience, a sexual abuse, a, 
you know, getting caught masturbating, like just, you know, a pet dying in a bad way or hurting an animal or, you know, like, and they, or an abortion, you know, or just, you know, a set of secrets or shames or Mm -hmm. confusions that they really think, or they peed their pants in school. Like they really, or they herpes. I I Mm -hmm. have so many, I have so many, I want to tell everybody the whole list because really everyone thinks their list is weird and different, but it's, it's not right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not, I mean, not everybody's Mm -hmm. is the same, Mm -hmm. but it, but if I if I went and wrote the types of hauntings people have, it wouldn't be millions of ideas. It might right. be hundreds, right. but not millions. Okay, I want to talk. I want to keep talking about hauntings and shame, and um, because I think it is a huge stumbling block of like, okay, this sounds great, but yeah, I'm not going to be the feeler. So when you when you coach someone in this process, how do you? How do you get them to to come to want to put that on the table? Because I think that there is a, a value of like the longer we keep it in, the, the less likely we are to see any change because holding it in is doing nothing good for us. But how do you get right. someone to want to set that down? Well, one of the things I also love about the Handel Method and why I'm, you know, sticking with it for so long is that we're different from therapy in the sense that we ourselves will always share our own examples. Mm with the client. And that I do believe that that catalyzes the vulnerability, the willingness to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lovely. Like therapy, most therapy really is so helpful in the sense that someone's listening to you and you can sort out what you think and how you feel. And that's, that's beautiful. Like I understand why that is extremely helpful for people and, um, like a really worthy thing. Um, there's something different that happens when, it's much more of an equal, you know, back and forth, talk about everything both ways. You know, like the coach is vulnerable. You like all my clients know everything right. about me, like, right. every, uh-huh. like every dark secret, everything I've lied about, everything I've hidden, everything uh-huh. I mess up. If I messed up something in that week, they're going to know. Like it is so transparent and so fun and so equal. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, of course, the coach needs to be ahead of the client, right? Like needs to be using the method more effectively than the client. But we're just right in there with them in the trenches. And and I think that that makes a lot of our clients want to. Uh-huh. And also and also they're inspired because we're telling them the story of like, well, if you do this vulnerable thing, this is what's going to happen. Right. You can like, let me tell you what happened to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're just like, come on, just believe me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have some clients that are just like, nope, I'm not going there with my mother or I'm mm-hmm. not going there with my sister. And I just go, I'm, well, I'm going to keep sales pitching you on it. Like, right. I'm, I'm going to keep telling you why you should. I'll mm-hmm. work around it. You know how like a massage therapist will work around a knot. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can work around it, but eventually we're going there. Right. So and, because and can you really right? Can you ever really see the change that you want to see without unpacking it all? Like, can you like when you say you're That's sales pitching someone question. to to do that? Can someone good keep question. that hidden for life and still see? I, there, well, we do a rating scale, scale mm-hmm. of one to ten. Ten is a is an unsustainable level of joy and happiness, and mm-hmm. one is an unsustainable level of dis dis uh, discomfort and mm-hmm. pain, and so. The answer is, I believe that our method is built to get people to nine, ten. Mm-hmm. If you if you use the entire method, right? But you don't have to use the entire method to get to seven, eight, mm-hmm. from three. And there's certain things that if you insist on continuing to lie about, you'll only get to seven. Like you, you know, like yeah. There's 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 a consequence, right? To holding holding in something you're ashamed of for your life, or mm-hmm. not resolving something with someone important. Uh huh. And I feel like women are really great about this. Like sometimes when people come to me and talk about weight, I'm like, yeah, you have physical weight, but I think it's more emotional weight that you're carrying mm, and that's creating yeah. this external weight yeah. that we can't get rid of. Like a lot of times it's yes. like there's no means of eating well and exercising that's going to overcome yes. whatever you have going on. Correct. In and the that's shame. Yeah. And that's yep. why I'm like so passionate about this stuff is like, it, it seems weird to put this stuff on like a nutrition podcast, but the reality is, is that. of the people I see have some kind of internal battle that's going on that we can't do anything external to beat that. You know, like my my job is not, not even an option until some of the stuff is unpacked. And that's what I love about these methods. It's just like opening up ideas of like, okay, there is a different way. There is a new way. And the next question I kind of want to ask is about like circumstance, right? And you kind of talked about this as the, um, you called it the weather report. 
And I think this kind of coincides with that, but like outside of our circumstance, which I think so many of us get stuck in, like I see people who are like, well, I want to lose weight. And we talk about stress. Well, what's stressful in your life? Well, my job is super stressful, but I can't get out of that. You know, like I think we think our circumstances are end all be all. But what do you think about like, do we have enough control over our mind and our emotions to make a change even outside of our circumstance? Like what is the weight or circumstance versus just like this internal thing that we're fighting through? My joke is like whatever circumstance you're in, if it's a knotted up necklace and you made the knot, you can unmake the knot. Mm -hmm. Right. Your circumstance is just the result of all of your past thoughts and actions. Right. Right. So, you know, and and your lineage and, you know, your things that happened before you were conscious. Sure. That too. But you have a lot more power than you think you do. Mm. And so the bad, the bad news, good news is you have a lot more power than you think you do. The other good news is you don't actually have to know how to get to your dream in order to get to it. In fact, being too fixated on how Mm -hmm. is not helpful, right? Like if, if your dream is to reduce your stress, Sure, you could quit your job. That's one way. Or you could take up yoga or you could take baths or you could right. uh, ha- have a different thought or you could tell your husband the truth or you could, you know, like there's there's a lot of things that can reduce stress. We don't really know which one is the right one. Um, so that's good news. But what, but what we do is we back up to, can you really feel that dream? First of all, can you really feel that dream? Can you tell the truth about what the dream is? And then can you hear the voices and can you hear those voices as excuses? Like, can you hear that it's not true? If I was going to give you a million dollars to get up at 6 a.m. every morning and go to bed at 11 p.m. every night, Mm -hmm. if I was going to give you a million dollars, could you figure out how to do it? Oh, you could. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Or if I or God forbid, I mean, this works on a lot of people. If I was going to hurt your child, sorry, or if there was a gun to your head, could you figure out how to not eat sugar anymore? Of course, of course you could. Suddenly, like if I think about something bad happening to one of my kids, if I don't figure something out, I am suddenly bionically intelligent mm-hmm. for how I can, like even I'm going to the holiday party tonight, I don't have to eat a blessed thing there. Right. I can literally go and suck a seltzer the entire time. Who am, am I really going to tell the lie that I have to eat the food? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I absolutely do not mm-hmm. have to eat the food if I don't want to. Nobody ever is stuffing food down your face, ever. Right, right. I hear and that if, one if all the time, too. If something was going to happen to your kid or yourself, really, if you really understood the consequence, of course you, would, you wouldn't even just figure out how to not eat at the party. You'd figure out how to have a great, healthy meal before the party so you're not even hungry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or pack a bag of cashews or something, right? Like, you would, you'd figure out how to not even suffer. Right. Because you would stop even entertaining doing the thing that's hurting you Mm -hmm. because you, so that's our trick to go like, is it the circumstances? I bet it's not right. Like it's annoying to eat healthy in the airport, but not impossible. Right. Nothing's impossible. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, this is so good because it's like, we have all these things about de-stressing your life. And I feel like this is the new rage. And I'm like, realistically, like my kids are super stressful. I can't just get rid of them. So to me, it's Mm -hmm. less about getting rid of the stress because that's impossible for most of us. Like our life is always going to have a stress involved. So it's more about learning practices to de-stress or tactics to overcome the excuse, right? Like, because right. that's almost, we, we would yeah. say managing your inner dialogue. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what we like. We would say, you want to go to the source, mm-hmm. listen to what you're saying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my, my husband couldn't handle hearing the truth. Oh, my kids will never do chores. Right. Oh, I'm exhausted. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're literally saying mantras to yourself. Yeah. Just because it's always good right. mantras. Right. Just because something's been that way doesn't mean it has to stay that way. But True story. It's just like you said, it's unpacking some of this and and being open to a new way. <laughs> okay. You got it. So before I get into some um quick fire questions, I have one last question that I want to ask you. So we went through the three steps, right? And someone could go through all of that. How do we keep it going all year long? Like, mm. I mean, this has got to be something that's building, right? Because there's got to be a nervousness when you first start this. And I'm sure the more that you do this, like year in and year out, you're probably getting really great at it and you're seeing more change. So like, how can we start right. to see this snowball effect? Like what are some tips you could give us? Yeah, that's easy. So when you, first of all, 
we have awesome tools and really affordable tools. Mm -hmm. Like our digital program, Inner You, is a few hundred bucks and you own it forever and you can use it forever and it comes with a community and it comes with live Q&As and it comes with a private coaching session and it is like an insane value and deal for just and you guys get 75 bucks off of it also by the way because you guys have a coupon but but my point is like for a very little bit of money you can have a lot of support Mm -hmm. to keep this alive over time but if you can't even afford that little bit of investment in yourself all you have to do is come up with that first promise and consequence tell a buddy Mm -hmm. have them do it too like have, have them give you one you give them one and then make sure they know every week whether you kept it or not and make and and figure out a person that's going to hold you to it. Mm-hmm. Then, like, don't pick someone who is going to be like, "Go ahead, eat the ice cream." <laughs> pick right. someone who's going to hold you to it. And then, once that one becomes routine and it starts to be a positive feedback loop, like now eating healthy is a positive feedback loop. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cheat because it feels so good. Right. So I don't need to have as much pressure on that promise anymore. It's easy. It's routine. My life is set up around it. Everybody agrees to it. Everybody knows about it. It's like now part of the culture of my life. So now I can move on to exercise. Okay, what's my next promise? And then build that with your buddy and just keep adding until you've addressed every area you want to. And it doesn't matter how long it takes to address every area because even if you're just working on one area, it affects all the areas, Uh which is why my brilliant coach, even though I did not come to work on my body, was like, Let's do your body though, anyway, Mm -hmm. because when you realize that you can control your mind and your hand (laughs) and your mouth, you will realize that you can do anything. Right. Which is part of why people don't want to figure this out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know that I said that was the last question, but you spurred one more. We hear about cornerstone habits, like those things that snowball into all other areas of your life. Are those set in stone? Are those different for everyone? Like, when like when you talk about like your diet and your health, is that like a cornerstone habit that affects it's a everything? Of course. What of are course. do you know the you, other cornerstone you know, habits? You know. It's like Oh, I do know that. But like what you eat is your life. Mm-hmm. It's it's it is there's very few currencies, right? There's money, there's time, there's love, there's food, right? There's certain currencies and how you spend earn, invest, and deal with those currencies is very important. And food is like such a pivotal one because right. it literally, you know, it affects you completely. Right. And then how you feel affects everything. Okay. So yeah, go ahead. That's number one. Number two, I would, I think one's spiritual life or one's relationship to themselves or their mm-hmm. higher, whatever that is, you know, I would say like, if I'm not doing some form of meditation or something like that, that's a pretty big domino to mess with. So Right. I would I would consider that one a, uh, a cornerstone. Um, for me, relationships are a cornerstone. Having integrity in your relationships, um, like because you know that if a relate, I, I we we work in companies, right? So right. So you know nobody wants to. You know, everybody thinks like the soft stuff is not that important. But if you go in to work and you're upset with your spouse or your kid or your parent, your day is busted. Right. Or if or if God forbid you're upset with someone at work. And you don't know how to resolve that. Well, it's busted. Mm -hmm. So that's a cornerstone. That's one of those things that if it's going great, it affects everything. If it's going crappy, it affects everything. Right. Um, I think money is a, you know, integrity with money. Because again, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you could have great relationships, but if you are scared, you're not going to be able to feed yourself or clothe yourself or house yourself or pay for your kid's education. It it totally stresses you out and then everything else is impacted. Yeah. I I was going to say, you just named like what I would have considered the top three, which would be spirituality, relationships, and health. Yeah. But there's probably, like you said, more financial. I can see that. Like the the things that interrupt your day when they aren't yeah. going well are probably yeah. those things that are cornerstones. The, cur- the, cur- the currencies. Yeah. Yeah. The currencies. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. This has been so good. A wealth of knowledge. At the end, I'm going to tell you where we can learn more about that and the program because I think it'll be a great start to a new year. It's kind of ending the traditional way of resolutions of just setting something because you even feel like you have to. You know, like that's the way. Like, what's your resolution? What's your word of the year? Well, sometimes it's just out of the blue because we feel pressure to do stuff like that. But right. we're going to learn a new way. Before we go, I have a few quick fire questions for you. Okay. The first one is, what's your favorite health book or lifestyle book? Self-help uh, book, maybe. Well, I, I like you. our book. 
which is called Maybe It's You by Lauren Handel Zander. Uh, am I allowed to plug our very own book? I think anything is fair. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, maybe it's you. It's the best. No, it but it's whole, a great... It has the whole method in it. Right. It's so fabulous. like people, if they want to learn more about this, it's a great book to recommend. So. Oh, I, I, just, I do. I can't help it. Maybe it's you. It's called Maybe It's You. It's available Amazon, wherever books are sold. Perfect. Okay. Next. What's on your Christmas list? Like, what do I want? Yeah. I asked my mother to get me a dop kit. <laughs> I love it. How is that boring? No, I think it's great. I actually don't want her much. Uh-huh. I really have I have what I want. Yeah. I think I asked her for something else, but I can't remember. I still like it when she buys me socks, you know? Yeah, I know. Like we all make the, fun of mothers for thing. getting us socks, but But it's the really best. Like, I, I need a new na- a mouse pad. <laughs> I'm sure that people don't need to know my No, it's so great. This is why I asked this question because it's like totally random stuff. You know, like it's just so funny to see this. Yeah. I mean, the point is that stuff is not what makes people happy. Right. Right. Like you need stuff to just make your life work a little better and look a little nicer. But, you know, that's not what you really need. Yeah. Um, What's one thing you do every day for your health? Eat fruits, vegetables, fruits and vegetables and protein Mm -hmm. and and nothing else yeah i mean that's really all we need right (laughs) the the pros protein and produce (laughs) protein fruits and sometimes no fruit yeah protein and vegetables really gets me i'm not saying i never have sugar i now can sometimes have sugar and get away with it with myself so i'm not i'm not a complete uh i'm not completely orthodox in my diet but what i do for my health is i eat a very specific way that makes my body feel great and keeps me healthy awesome what's one thing you do every day for a healthy mind meditate Mm, yeah i mean really something that could help us all something about having space of nothing i said yesterday on a podcast that i was on i was like isn't it crazy that we've come to the place where we have to have float tanks so we can lay and absolutely not go anywhere or do anything like i have to be strapped down (laughs) what have we come to like that that is so healing for us and i was saying like on that podcast i was like i read the book my kids love the laura ingalls wilder series right now and so we've been reading it at night and i like i'm always fascinated by their lives because at night they just like sit in the rockers and rock like they don't do anything you know like they don't have anything and i'm like what are they thinking about you like Anyway, it's a very different era we live in. Yeah, we, oh my we, gosh. we are required to adjust quite yeah. a bit in a very short amount of time to a very different yeah, crazy. Uh, environment. Yeah, indeed. For sure. Okay. And the last quick fire question is what's the best piece of advice you could leave us with? Um, tell the truth. Mm. Tell the truth about what you dream of and what you care about, really. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth about what what BS you feed yourself, tell the truth about what you're willing to do about it. Tell the truth about the things you're ashamed about or scared about. Cause that'll connect you deeply to other people, mm-hmm. which is kind of the point mm-hmm. of being alive. Yeah. That's great advice. I mean, Thanks. I haven't heard that one on here before and I really love that. Scary, oh, yeah. but it's, we're kind of, we're kind of the only ones who think it's right. Like the, sexy. right. We're, we kind of like corner the market on trying to get people to tell the truth. It's not that popular yet. Yeah. But we're working on it. Uh, we're good, working on it. We're spreading video. the word. <laughs> yeah. We're spreading the word about how good it feels and how, how well it helps weight loss. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the show again. It was really fantastic, especially going into to the new year. I know so many people are going to see great change from this and hopefully jump on your program, which speaking of that, can you tell us where they can learn more about you and what you do and what you have to offer? Yes. The best thing to do is to take us up on our 30-minute free consultation. If you are thinking you might want to get a coach or do our digital program, that 30-minute conversation is the best way to get your questions answered, to find out more about the different options, and to get set up with one if you want it. And you're going to have a link down there or Mm -hmm. somewhere on that page that gives them the direct access to schedule one of those. That's the best advice I have. If you end up picking the digital product, which is a way to go through the entire handout method at your own pace, you should use the Simple Roots 75 coupon code in order to get 75 bucks off of that. So don't forget that you have that if you end up speaking to one of us and uh, choosing to do that, or if you go online and register for that yourself, just make sure you use your Simple Roots 75 coupon 
And then finally, if you're not ready to go that far, you might just want to do our free current reality quiz, Mm. which is this very fun little quiz you can do, which will give you an excellent sense of what, what Handel Method looks at, thinks about, and how we approach things. And it's going to give you a chance to assess your entire life, basically rating the areas of your life for how you're doing. Um, it's a little bit cheeky. It's a little bit funny. It's um, It only takes about five minutes to fill it out. And you'll get a score and an interpretation of that score. So there's really no reason not to run over and at least take five minutes and do the current reality quiz, which we will also link in your notes. Yeah. And who doesn't love a good quiz? So Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's right. fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here again. I will make sure and link all of this up in the show notes so you can find all the information you need, that coupon code, and everything else that we talked about on today's show. So, Lori, thank you so much for being here and sharing this information with us. You are so welcome. Okay, so much information packed into that episode, but it really was all the same thing over and over and over, right? Those simple little things that we could be doing that change our entire perspective. Like we learned last week on the show too, it's all about the direction of the flow in which we go. If we try too hard to change our behavior, if we try too hard just to do things that we think we should, then we're missing the whole scope of how we can actually create change that lasts. I'll make sure and have all of this information written up in the show notes. So you can grab that at simplerswellness.com backslash 127 to get more help in defining and designing your year. Also, make sure you head on over there and grab the downloads for the well-nourished year because I think that's really gonna help you start to define your year, lay it out, and actually uncover what's inside of you and help make changes based on that. So to get all that information, again, that's in the show notes at simperitswellness.com backslash 127. Plus, the well-nourished year begins the first week in January as well as that metabolism series that I've been teasing. It's gonna be so good and I know you're gonna wanna stay tuned. So make sure you sign up for my email list If you sign up for the Wellness Year, you'll automatically be placed on the email list so you'll get all the updates. Also, don't forget to check out our amazing sponsor for today's show, Kettle and Fire. Get that 15% discount, which is huge, over at kettleandfire.com backslash simpleroots or just use simpleroots at the checkout code to get 15% off. I am partial to their tomato soup. So if you want to know a place to start, I would start there. Grab a few cartons, check out that blog on six ways to spice up tomato soup, and I know that you're going to love it. Okay, that's it for today's show. Next week, we have another show all about designing your year on motivation. So how do we actually get motivated to do the things that we want to do? That's next week on the show. And also next week, I'm going to release the five wellness trends that I think you should jump on in 2019. So stay tuned. It's a fun show I do every year. Honestly, it's one of my favorites because we can talk about what trends are coming out and what to expect in the new year. So stay tuned for that. A lot of good things are coming up. But before we go, I have to tell you, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas from my family to yours. Honestly, it's a joy and a privilege to be a part of your life every single week. I thank you so much. And I hope that as you go about family things, that you'll tell them what you're learning here at Simple Roots Wellness to spread the knowledge. That's what I want to do is to empower you to have the knowledge to help other people and tell them more about Simple Roots Radio and Simple Roots Wellness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And may you have the best Christmas. 